everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Hello once again. It is Michael Adams and M.K. Davis on Old Religion Dystopia, Knowing versus Belief. And uh, we are doing part, believe it or not, 18, a conversation with M.K. Davis in cryptozoology. And sure enough, M.K., somebody calls. <laughs> so uh, I apologize, folks. This is a great way to start a recording. Um, I wonder who this is going to be. Uh, anyways, M.K., how are you doing today? What's new with you? Uh, not, not a lot right now. Uh, it's been raining nearly every day. Uh, so far, it hasn't rained today, but it's supposed to start about now. Uh, I think they were calling for it. Uh, it's been almost tropical. You know, the weather's been just uh, extremely humid, extremely warm, uh, and extremely wet. Yeah, it's been uh, quite warm as well here for for myself up here in northern Ohio. Um, just to let everyone know, uh, that was my mom. and uh, A couple of weeks ago, she went into the hospital. Doctors were worried she was going to have another stroke. She didn't in the end. That's a good thing. It's, it's uh, uh, She's messing with her medication. and But uh, I think that they think that she's at... Uh, beginning stages of dementia. So I just talked to her on the phone. <laughs> She's calling. <laughs> uh, you know, MK, I don't know if you knew this. Um, guess what the number one cause of death in the UK is? Well, I don't know. Uh, absence of life, I guess. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Well, actually, the, the, the rumor the rumor mill uh, is dementia. So it's just not too, too promising of a thing when you, when you think about it, uh, the consequences and how dementia. Uh, yeah, uh, there, there's we've we've got dementia in our family too. Uh, we've got some people dealing with it, and it's not a pleasant thing. It's very, very frustrating for the person who has it, and uh, and and it robs them of quality of life. And it also, it, it what it, another thing that it robs is your memories, because yes. your memories, uh, it's hard to remember the person that they were after going through several years of dementia, you know. Uh, it, it changes the personality and a lot of things. It, it, it's sad. Yes. And I personally think I got, well, I had a conspiratorial mind to begin with, but for my research and all that, there's an awful lot of connections between the medication that's being pumped out there and uh, a certain agenda. 
of exploiting people to the very moment you die. And it's just a, because you know what happens in many cases, families that, you know, because it's, it's, it's not an easy thing to take care of somebody who has dementia. And if you don't have your health or you don't have a strong family nucleus, which an awful lot of people are dealing with today, uh, you know, it's like that you're going to end up in a nursing home. And I hope my mom doesn't have to go through that, but I mean, uh, my hands have become literally and uh, tied. You know what I mean? Well, well we live in a time. We live in an age where where doctors have successfully fought off a lot of the things that that keep you from getting old, uh, and but they've been rather unsuccessful with the mind. And so, the quality, so we, quality of life is getting old, too. Right. So we live longer, but our, our minds don't. They, it, it shows in other ways. You know, the mind ages, and there's nothing they can do for that. They, they, they've been very, uh, very few things they've been able to arrest when it comes to the mind. And so we have people that are living much, much longer lives, but they're not, they're outliving their actual brains, uh, which is a sad thing. I don't know, you know, uh, that the quality of life, if you don't have your mind, if you don't have your ability to appreciate and to think and, to, you know, that that's, that, I, I, you almost would rather have the mind and not, and not the body, you know, well, if you had and, to make a choice. And, yeah, in a lot of ways, that's the bigger part of us, so, is our mind. It is. It is a bigger part of us. You know, it's as you get older, it doesn't matter if you can run a a 10k race or if you can, uh, you know, bench press 200 pounds. Those things don't matter that much. <laughs> they just don't. You know what I mean? But your mind—that's well, what you got. So that's the collective of your of your totality in reality. So the meat suit that we're in, this little avatar suit they're in. Is was never meant to last forever. Uh, it might have been at one time, but let's put it this way. Let me rephrase that. In our day and age, it, it doesn't last forever, so that's a self-evident thing. So I don't know. You know, another interesting thing, another side topic, just uh, a completely uh, different topic is I have these uh, African cichlids, and I have a it's a hybrid blood red parrot fish and this blood red parrot fish you know it's a hit and miss thing sometimes they're really aggressive sometimes they're uh, not so and I want a a big wimp it's the biggest thing in the fish tank and the case constantly having his scales pecked at that's what the African cichlids is one of the things that they like to do and, and they they uh, feed off each other's scales. Not to the point of killing each other, but it's just you know it's one of the things they do. So <laughs> and so instead of the big fish saying no and going after them, they also like to lock up their mouths too. Their battles, you end up getting a lot of these fish with ripped mouths and stuff like that. So. You, know, you buy these, just for warning, folks, if you ever buy some African cichlids, 
or it could be in South America, it all depends. But they're aggressive fish. They're pretty fish. They're interesting fish. Um, but uh, they are still wild animals at the end of the day, even if they're in a fish tank. So, Yeah, I don't know. We have people who professionally study animals and, and fish and birds, but they they don't have in, in any way hardly ever scratched the surface. You know, it, on what goes on in the daily lives of animals like this, like the one you're talking about, um, that we see some these great documentaries about fish that can camel themselves in an instant along the bottom and look just like the, the current background and but what happens when you take the camera off of and and thirty minutes from then or an hour and a half from then, what else do they do? I, I think that if we knew it all we would just absolutely be amazed. I mean we we do live we we live in a world full of wonders and uh their habits. And sometimes they the ones that we keep as pets seem to develop a personality or either we're developing cognizance of it. I, I remember just playing goldfish. Yeah, you, know, you think, what are they doing in that bowl? But just hanging around. Wouldn't be said, yeah. <laughs> they, they can see you coming across the room with goat with fish food. Yeah. Through that glass. <laughs> and they're ready. They're just jumping up and down to the surface for it, you know. Uh, so, so you know, oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, we 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 control the earth. We're the dominant species, or at least we think we are. And, and but but we're only such a small part of it. You know, it's it's a huge place. And very, uh, the diversity is amazing. That's for sure. And you know, it's kind of leading into Sasquatch and Bigfoot research. Um, going to uh, take it on to what you just brought up the fleeting moments that one experiences of nature is a reality uh, as you've said many a time they're, you know, they're not waiting around to have their picture taken and to do a photo shot, shoot you know so they can be on the uh, the front of the Time Magazine or Esquire <laughs> So, or or you know, science science magazine. Some. So it's uh, interesting that you're talk, brought up about camouflage and blending into their environment and how you could easily uh, miss them. Um, many species are that way, and um, yeah, you know, or seems to me that the those serious researchers when it comes to uh, Sasquatch uh, are dealing with that. And I'm so sorry, folks, but my mother keeps calling, so <laughs> this is going to be recorded. This is, no, don't, we're not going to hand it up. We're just, hold on, and you just listen in, okay? All right. <laughs> Hello? No, mother, I didn't call you. Are you okay?
No, it's not me, Ma. So I'm not calling you. I already called you earlier. Um, if, 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 yeah, I'll come over later on this evening and check on things. So, okay. And, uh, I'm actually uh, doing. Uh, believe it or not, I'm doing recordings. So you're gonna be part of it. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Love you, Ma. Ah, okay. Anyways, uh, it, the the beauty of uh, a live radio from your own abode. I guess I could have turned the phone off, but uh, it's not the time to turn the phone off. So this might be happening a couple more times in, in live interviews, folks. <laughs> if, I, if I had anyone that 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 was in any way in any way uh, in jeopardy or could be in jeopardy. I would not turn my phone off. I just, I do what you just did. That's you the, know? Right thing, the right thing to do, right? Yeah, that's, that's correct. So we were talking about the ability to camouflage and to blend in, and um, you know, it brings up. There's a video that's that's out that's been making the rounds uh, of a alleged. Have you seen this one of the alleged baby Bigfoot that was living some folks and I guess somewhere in Asia, Russia or Ukraine? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. What do you think about that? What's your impressions on that? Well, I, I'm not going to judge it because I'm an ocean away, an ocean and half a continent away. You know, it, 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 I, 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 there are Bigfoot researchers over there. Uh, I'll wait on them to 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 give an opinion on it because they're able to get to those people and talk to them and maybe even see it. So if 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 they can't do that, then there's reason to be skeptical. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. Yeah, I understand. Well, I guess I I, I don't have. I'll let I'll let you be the professional and I'll be the novice here and I'll ask the question then. I bring up the possibility uh, that um, are we looking at some kind of like. Uh, so look at the arms and the feet, the legs, and it's like almost like they just put some kind of suit on it, <laughs> a big hairy suit. But it could be really too, if because if it is, it would be logical if uh, you know these creatures. You know, well, you know they, you know, at least at one time, and then not too distant past, thanks to the Patterson film that they existed. And a few other films that we got out there, and some of the more credible eyewitnesses out there um, that they're they're roaming. But um, you know, having a uh, quite a mane, if you will. You know, it almost reminds me of a musk oxen type of fur. You know what I mean? Where you'd have to, a, a lot, a lot of fur to protect you from the elements, especially in the winter time and the cold environment so it's a a strange video because everything about that video is it's got a a narrow field of view (laughs) you know it's like somebody took a video down a cube uh you know it shows what's right there uh most video cameras have a wider field of view than that you know you walk into a room you know, you see everybody in the room just about until you get real close. 
uh, I, I don't, you know, that seems a bit strange to me. Uh, yes, I, I agree with you. It's, it's, it, there's some, what's, what is a, nat, what a, uh, a natural thing is the fact that, uh, not only the fact that you're, you, you would think you would show a little bit more of their environment and who's around them. Usually, uh, it's, when you're not seeing stuff like that, it's professionals doing that, and it's, you know, keeping, <clears throat> I guess, you know, the crew from being in the picture type of thing. Um, yeah. And that, uh, once again, with that kind of opportunity, I would have hours of video of it, <laughs> would you? I mean, I would be finding any way and every way to... Uh, well, yeah, when in a controlled condition like that, there's no need for anyone to be guessing. You know, uh, you you should be able to get video, all types of video from all types of angles. You know, instead of just the narrow, a little narrow field of view. You know, the eyes pop open and you look around. Why not just back away and and show the whole scene? You know, uh, so it, it is. It does make a person wonder, or, be, or maybe perhaps be a little suspect. Right. But and it, like I said, it, I, I wait on. I wait on researchers from over there. You know that can right. get to it. So you know, and also once again, folks, the, I got those who will be listening to us will realize it's the 50th anniversary of the Patterson film, and it's looking at least from the postings on uh, the Davis report, which once again, you can find MK MK's work on the, uh, the Davis report, uh, dot wordpress.com. And it's about the six anthro- looks like the six anthro- anniversary or coming up in a week or two for that. So, I guess we should. Uh, oh, I feel that we should remember this—the fact that uh, what little, what little solid research, at least that I've been able to find, and visually, like looks credible. Uh, it's coming out of the Davis report, and I'm not saying that to suck up to MK. It's just the. It's just the way it is. I mean, unless you folks. Hey, you know, want to let us know if there's something better out there, please. Certainly, always looking for more credible evidence, especially of the uh, present day existence of Sasquatch. But we definitely know, thanks to the Patterson film, that 50 years ago there was at least one, and there's no way to argue that. And of course, then actually, I have to rephrase that. If you were talking about that yesterday, MK's has a couple of videos as well since then that either he was a part of or someone else that sent it to him or asked him the research that demonstrate that they are here, there, and everywhere. You know, it's interesting looking at the map of the sightings, uh, especially, I guess, the Class A sightings. Um, but you've got the Northwest, Florida, Eastern 
Texas, and of all places, Ohio. Uh, And the Great Lakes in particular, we look at northern Michigan, and then the uh, Ohio River and the border of Pennsylvania and Ohio, and it just seems to be an awful lot of reports there, too. Um, I don't know why that is, outside the fact that there's just more people reporting it. <laughs> I don't know that that's an indication that there's just more of these those the Sasquatches uh, and Bigfoots roaming those particular areas because they're more conducive to their environment. But you know, you just did a a, a video, a re up posting of a it looks like some old work that you did, right? Uh, of showing the ear. Yeah, yeah. You want, you want to tell folks a little bit about that? Well, I mean, that, that's been on there for a long time. The ear only shows for a few frames. Uh, the wind actually takes the hair and blows it all up and over the ears, and it, a piece of the hair lays across the cheek that has the appearance of a braid, uh, but it exposes the ear for those frames, and then it comes right back down over the ear and stone. Uh, the ear itself, it's a little unusual in its shape, I'd say, but not not out of the scope of human. Uh, you can you can find it there. I haven't put it on a, a Davis report yet, but it's on my YouTube channel. Um, it's a uh, it's such mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, you know, those are natural things. You expect to find them, and they are there. Right. It, it, when did you finally realize about like? When did you discover the ear? Because it wasn't that oh, many years ago. I, I discovered the ear back before 2000. Uh, I just, you know, I, I don't make a thing of it, but here with the 50th anniversary, those things, people who are trying to decide whether to invest themselves in that film and believe it, uh, need to know that it's there. You know, so. That's kind of the way I look at it. So, uh, hey, why I'm at it, do I have permission to do, uh, add a couple of these photos uh, for this show? Post it on um, the YouTube channel? Sure, just, you know, just refer back to where you got it. That's all. Oh, I always do. <laughs> yeah, I know. This, this show is all about you, my friend, <laughs> and your hard well, work. It's, just, it it's a, a lot, lot of work. A lot of work involved in it, and a lot of expense and travel. You know, um, I don't mind sharing it. That's that's what it's all about. Um, it's it's for the purpose of you know of getting to the bottom of the mystery, and and uh, so you know as long as as long as my work is acknowledged, then, then yeah, you, you can share it any way you want. Well, which which frames or stills out of this uh, minute? video would you find or consider to be some of your best work as far as revealing the anatomical uh, credibility of this film? Well, my best work is, is, is not that work. That work is the best that I have for the ear and the brain. But when it comes to the the best run of the film, 
it's the most recent one I've done that has the transition frames uh, because it's smoother. You can run it slower and it, and it doesn't flicker. Uh, right. Cinema, cinema's dip, much different from a photo enhancement. Uh, you know, cinema requires uh, it takes advantage of qualities of the mind and the eye. You know uh, that when you're watching the current frame, your mind still sees the previous frame. So that's why it appears to be a flowing, lifelike motion. But if you slow down to where there is enough interlude between the the frames of time then you start you, you start to lose the previous frame and you you have an empty spot and it starts to flicker and it looks uh, cartoonish or keystone cops type stuff you know uh, so the cinematic effect is what they call that and and so I was what I was able to do was to preserve the previous frame in your mind long enough to get the, the next frame when the film is being run at a slow speed. And therefore, you're able to get the true idea of masks. And those, those, there's no substitute for, those, for that type of information. It's visual. Right. Uh, and that's the most, I'm the most proud of that. Oh, yeah, I, I'm also very impressed with. Uh, <laughs> this sounds strange, but well, this your ability even to, to capture the breasts and uh, proper hand position and uh, yeah, you captured a lot of things that are. I, I, it's, I don't know how to state this, folks, but except the fact that, um, honestly, my. This is my two cents. It's not worth a diddly, I guess, but from my observations and uh, countless hours trying to figure this whole thing out uh, and, and who's legit not, it's... MK is right up the top, man. And if it wasn't for MK... Well, I appreciate that. Um, it, it, it's not that I'm trying to be at the top. It's just I, what I want to be is at the forefront of understanding. Well, yes. Uh, you, you want to understand the film. I mean, once you see that it's it's real, and then you know, there come next comes the desire to know what it is you're looking at. Mm. You know the whole story. The, 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 there's a lot contained in the film, but it's, the film is only a minute long, there and about, and you you want to know how these guys did it. You know. So uh, it's it's been a journey. It continues, uh, but I think I'll, the greater part of it is behind me. Well, well, the book should be written soon because I think that uh, the as the the old guard passes away, I think uh, people should uh, hear more of the whole story because the whole story the story itself is fascinating. But as far as Going back to you, the appreciation of you and your work, and uh, you know, we live in a culture where um, the blurring of the lines of cult personality, the cult of personality, and real scientific research, 
real scientific research is a lot of hours. It's not very glamorous. And in the end of the day, the personality is pushed aside and the work is pushed in the forefront. And um, needless to say, uh, most of what's out there in the world of cryptozoology is reversed. Uh, there's the human tendency, probably from lack of discipline and a bit of a self-absorbed behavior, and, uh, and turning this into maybe an opportunity to make a buck, which blinds a man, and then there's... But, you know, the great advent, people who invent things and the great people who have made discoveries, what makes them great is the discovery. It's not necessarily who they are. It's the discovery itself. And if one can be able to distinguish between the two what the importance is. Not to say the person is an individual. MK is not important in its own right. Whether he would uh, have done this work or not, you know, just as an individual, he has some importance. But, uh, yeah, it's one of my observations when you look at the the weakness of what was called research out there, uh, uh, and a lot of it is just tomfoolery and buffoonery and uh, promoting one's self instead of the work. So once again, I thanks, MK. And if there's one thing that people should get in this 50th anniversary, is the fact that there there are a few folks out there like MK, a few. <laughs> I don't even know if it's a handful, to be honest with you. Maybe it's because of my own ignorance and I'm an outsider looking in. And I prefer to be that way, MK, because it's, I don't want to be blinded by... Um, well, you know how it is. You develop re- re- friendships, relationships, even if you know yours and mine is via virtual television or t- a telephone and the Internet. But still, you develop... I consider friendships and... And um, but you don't want you don't want that to blind you from the quest of figuring out what's the truth in all this. So, anyways, once again, folks, it's really important. It's extremely important. Uh, there's an awful lot of nonsense right now. Um, some of it could be true. None of it can be provable. Um, I guess unless you're actually there in the experience. So what do we got? For the average person, what we got is the Patterson film 50 years ago and the work that MK has done. And then there's a few other, uh, like some stuff that's gone that you've done work on. You've done work in there from Texas. And, um, I don't know. I mean, if you follow MK's journey, you can't... Uh, well, I guess you could still, I guess, be a naysayer and a critic and say, no way. But it's the best we got. So it really is the best we got. The tree structures could, could not be Bigfoot. Probability, humans are doing a lot of it just to, you know, make videos. It's a probability that's high. I can't particularly accused as individual but I know a lot of the tree structures that I see 
an individual, a group of individuals could easily do. And you can't rule that out. So until we see in Bigfoot's, you know, building tree structures, that's great. Uh, with the technology, folks, that we have today, you can easily, at this point, as much as many will disagree, uh, fake a Bigfoot footprint. You can. I mean, I see guys doing stuff. I mean, some guys that uh, that have been uh, that I've interviewed and uh, been on the show and talked about, and, and I like, and I and I see them doing stuff that uh, it's hard not. I mean, if you Oakham's razor says they did it themselves, and uh, maybe because there's needs for the following. I look at the number of folks that follow MK on his uh, Green Wave 2010 FB uh, YouTube channel. You know, and, it, and that took a long time to even develop to have that kind of a following. And that's not a massive following in any stretch of the imagination. Um, so, you know, that he definitely has earned every subscriber that he has. And... Uh, so I don't know, MK, you know, you look at it, it's the 50th anniversary here. The best we got, I'm looking at, unless, please correct me if I'm wrong. And it's almost like, you know, since the 86th anniversary, too, or the Davis, the Davis report, it's almost like it's, to me, it's crying, it's time for, the DVD to be done, or uh, uh, a book. It really is. To counteract the BS that's out there. Well, maybe possibly so. I've got a lot of material to work with, that's for sure. Yeah, well, you got the, you got the best that we got. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm over or overstating that. So I'll I don't know, man. I just don't know what the, what this. I mean, I, I understand that a lot of a lot of sightings happen, just like everything else in nature. You know, I go sit in my front porch and look at my wildflower gardens, and you know, I'll see a, a hummingbird and it buzzes around. Sometimes goes right in front of my face, my nose, but it's there. One moment and gone the next, and I've never had enough time to take a picture of it. Um, you know, a flock of cedar wax wings or some yellow finches show up, and it's, of course, you're never ready for any of it. And they're there, and they're. So, you know, it's easy to, for, you know, to give folks who have sightings the benefit of the doubt. But still, when it comes to, um, you know, what we have, Especially with video. And we were talking earlier about this, you know, a little bit of how advanced uh, cinematography and um, uh, digital uh, digital technology, we look at uh, augmented virtual reality and how easy it is to buffalo and fake you. At this point, 
Um, there's there's things out there that people I believe are actually real that are literally um, a, a, an illusion. And once you understand how that works, and uh, one of the things too, what, just a, a giveaway for anybody who wants to know. If you're watching a film and people's eyes are kind of looking funny, and a good chance that they're wearing virtual reality contacts, augmented virtual reality contacts, it's quite bizarre. So you should look into it and see how it's actually being used um, in cinema uh, and on the news. Um, they literally can bring people from different parts of the world together and put them in a scene. So, I mean, we're getting to a stage where more and more what we got from the Patterson film is becoming more and more uh, impressive, vital, and uh, it is the standard. The standard to meet. Me too. And all, yeah, and all serious researchers, when it comes to this particular topic, have to know that and have, must have that running through their heads on a constant basis. And, and what it must be a frustration for those who have actually had the encounters and will never be given that opportunity. In nature, Sasquatch hasn't given it to them, so... I don't know, man. Do you want to talk a little more about the history? Let's talk a little more. If, and I mean, I don't want to take anything away from your future book, which you never told me you're going to do, but I'm encouraging well, you to do. I'm encouraging got, you to do the book because the story that you have, got, the backstory, is fascinating. I've got 57 pages written of a book, but I haven't. I haven't finished. You know, I've got a long way. Yeah. You could could easily probably have a 500-page book on this one. Just all the characters involved. You know, here's a... uh, Let me look that guy up. If I can find him. Bob Titmus. What do you know about him? Bob Titmus? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I could get into that, but it would probably take a long time and in depth. You know, uh, well, give uh, us. I don't know that I'm prepared to do it right now. Okay, is it too much? Too too controversial? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it, well, it's it's a lot to chew on, and it is controversial. And I, I don't want to take anything away from the film, uh, which is to me it overrides everything else. Well, this so, is our dilemma, isn't it? The dilemma of this whole story is, okay. Um, so half are going to say, if you just showed up and, and, and no one knows anything about the history, um, you know, back in 1967, it started showing up everywhere, uh, obviously deliberately for not benevolent reasons, but benevolent reasons, in my opinion. So half are going to, like, believe in it. The other half are going to say, oh, this is just fake. This is just something and connect it with something like the Planet of the Apes type of thing. Um, but as time, you know, as the, the picture develops, there's, there are a lot of shady characters involved. But then again, there's a lot of shady characters involved in my own neighborhood. 
and it's considered a middle-class neighborhood. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, you're just going to find sh- it doesn't matter what it is. Well, I, think, okay? I think that's a very good point that people are people. Yeah. And you don't, you, you, uh, there's an old saying, I think you said it was that success and failure are both imposters. Well, people are the same way too. Don't, don't lionize people. Uh, because this happened to them or that happened to them. You get their view, their story on it, you're going to most likely get a skewed version of it that favors them. And and when you get a story like the story behind the Patterson film, and it doesn't match what you see on the film, and it doesn't match other information that you know, well, then you kind of know that they're ske- it's being skewed. So what, what, what you have to do is is to take the film at, at face value. And uh, when you do that, then you, you at least you have that part of the story correct. It's a, that's, the, that's the advice that I give. You know, don't, don't lionize people. Don't, don't hero worship. No. Uh, because ter- they, pull, they, they, they pull their pants on. Or put their dresses on, just like the rest of them. And you know what? The way uh, things are going, MK, that's <laughs> putting their dresses on is more profound than most people realize. Well, I don't know about that, but you know that, that's another thing. It, 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 <laughs> it's what I'm saying is, Nick. Seriously, I don't want to leave anybody out of the Bigfoot research agenda. You know. Uh, well, well, see, what do you do about the guys that are well known that don't deny the fact that they are fake in it? You know what I mean? And they're proud of it. They're proud of the fact that, I mean, and we can name the names if you want, but I guess it doesn't really matter. There's plenty of names that should pop up from this. I mean, what do you do about that? How do you handle that? What did we just say for the. The novice, the newcomer, the new researcher, the, the guy who's coming in to the field. I, a guy like myself, too, you know. I mean, how does, what would your, be your recommendations? I mean, how to deal with that? Because what happens if that the guy who's notorious being a faker actually gives you the real thing in the process? You know what I mean? <laughs> and how would you, how do you, how would you? What would you tell people to do? It's almost like uh, you have to. If you're going to get into this, the, the, the research of the Bigfoot, you're going to have to start. Okay, so you learn the behavior of the creature, but then you have to learn the behavior of your fellow human being around you and what they're doing, and the different strategies to deceive you, to take advantage of you, to exploit it. I mean, it's unfortunate. I mean. It's an interesting field because it's not just about biology, is it? We live in a day of technology, so now you got to understand how how how. No, no, the, the, the Patterson film. The least thing in that film is the Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> in in terms in terms of importance, in my estimation, uh, it's an exploration into human behavior. It's an exploration into 
why we as a human race don't get along with each other, why we, we can see fit to eliminate another person uh, or, or eliminate another group. Uh, you know, what, what is it about us that makes us want to shoot from the hip and ask questions later? Uh, it, it's, it's, it's that type of thing. But to the, to, to the credit of the people who took the film, it, we have enough there that we can answer a lot of those questions if we choose to. So that, that when you watch that, when I watch the film, I see all of that going on. Um, you know, I see that film, that film extends itself out on into the future in terms of an object lesson. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's not just a scientific endeavor. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a film about us. So sociological, sociological and anthropological, uh, you know, it's, uh, um, yeah, how the mind works, how people work, how they behave, um, in such a situation. It's almost like the whole idea of the guy who wins the lottery and then everyone comes out of the the, the woodwork to get a piece of it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Cockroaches. Um, which I, I, to me, doesn't. I, I never was that person. I don't understand it. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm a cockroach, too, that's crawling out of the woodwork to try to figure this out. But um, I certainly don't plan on profiteering from it and outside of knowledge. I just want to know the truth about the whole thing. So, and, No, uh, it, it, what, it, what it amounts to, and, and I stand in a unique position about this, it, it amounts to, uh, is, this, is this your vehicle to ride? You know, it, it, when you look at it, are you looking at it as a, as a participant or an observer? Um, people seize upon it and say, see, I told you that it was a big foot, and I also told you that it was an ape. And they start to pick among the frames to find the skewed frames that are stretched and say, yeah, this is it. This shows an ape. This shows an ape. And they neglect the, the hundreds of other frames that show differently. Um, that means that they've chosen the film as their vehicle. Sad, sad to say. Well, I, it's, it's definitely a case study on uh, the ob- observation of bias that's involved when it comes to any kind of research and, uh, and how, how difficult it is for, for many of us not to... Uh, uh, to control that or to um, keep it at bay to the best of one's ability. You're always going to have your bias, but yeah, it's just like you said, you know. I mean, your discovery, what would you see? And what, what, let's go over it again. I know we've talked about it, and we should keep talking about it. What is, from your well, observation... I think that I can see things in the film maybe a little better than most people can. Uh, are you there? I'm there. You sound you sound tinty, yeah. but you're, I'm there. Yeah, yeah. My my headset lost signal for a second. Uh, but it, the, the reason why is because 
I don't see it as a vehicle. So I, I'm not looking at it subjectively. I'm not looking at it to prove theories or 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 make points. Uh, it's not it's not my my treasure trove that's going to take me to the top of anything. <laughs> no. So so I'm look I'm looking at it very objectively and deductively and. And I, I, that's why, you know, I continue to come up with things. And the, the other reason is because the film is a legitimate film and was not under the control of the camera person. So there's, there are thousands of things in there to find. Uh, so that, that, that combination will result in, in, a, in a huge catalog of information, and it has and continue to do so. And a lot of it is this is the backstory, isn't it? A lot of it is about um, what people like to call the backstory. It's the characters involved. What you know, the handling the of back- the film itself. Um, you know, so you got like a minute of it, and obviously, in this particular case, uh, well, one one can logically deduce that there was a heck of a lot more to the film. Um, even if you didn't know what you know, you you look at it and go, uh, there's just no way that, that you only have this amount. So, I don't know. I mean, what were... What, well, I mean, what the, was, the film, people a long time ago, years ago, said that the film has been edited and it was argued against and they were pretty much drummed out of the core. And and even when Bill Munn started his examination, he denied emphatically that there was any break in the film. Later on, he had to change his tune. But it's uh, it's it's kind of funny when people decide to change their tune. They they don't they don't say I was wrong. They just never mention again that it's not a you know the un, that it's unbroken. Um, but I take what I can get because uh, I said uh, uh, more than a dozen years ago that it was an, uh, an edited film. But people said that in the beginning. They said, well, there she is. She's going toward the tree line. And next thing you know, she's going upstream and there's no interlude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't physically do that. Uh, so it's a it's a broken film with with an undetermined amount of time between the scenes and <laughs> well the first thing a skeptic does is look tries to ride the, the vehicle they jump up and say hey well it must be a hoax because it's edited and they said it wasn't edited uh, which means they're liars and it's all a sham no that that that's that's just as bad as someone swearing it's real without any evidence. Uh, you look at the film itself, and, and this film should never have been turned over to anyone. It, no scientist should have ever had it. It should never have gone into a public view of any kind until uh, experts in photography had their day with it. And and then then you can turn it over when it's in its best form. When it's in all shaky and jumping all over the screen, anybody can say what they want to say. They they ride the vehicle. Uh, you can 
you can be a skeptic, you can be a believer, it don't matter because it's shaking around so bad. You can just reach in there and grab you a frame that looks like what you want. Because some of them are stretched and skewed because it's taken with slow shutter speeds and fast action. And you get a lot, you get clear frames, you get completely blurred frames, you get everything in between. So it's the Patterson film ended up being uh, everybody's favorite and everybody's least favorite piece of Bigfoot evidence at the same time. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a it's a, uh, a it's a a trial in ambivalence. You know, person of blessing, people, basically. You know, it's you, you you love it, you hate it at the same time. And uh, that's another another reason to believe it's real, because that's not possible with a hoax. You build into a hoax what you want on it. You don't get that kind of stuff out of it. Yeah. Oh, well, I can tell you well, one well, thing. If, well, if anybody thinks that like the guy in a suit, it's a that was the most miserable guy for the most miserable of time <laughs> to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I mean, just the just uh, uh, sure don't look like a guy in a suit to me. Um, yeah. Well, so um, we have this film. And it just it just brings up more and more questions, and not the answers. Uh, the, the answers, I think. Well, I mean, the answers are there for the most part. It, it's a matter of whether you're you're tolerant of the answer. You know, if it's if it's something that you can handle, uh, they're there. You know, I, I could tell the whole story, pretty much. But people don't like it. Well, the, the 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 hero worshippers don't like it because they're not their heroes. Not so much of a hero. No. <laughs> but but then again, he's not so much of a a villain either. Uh, he, he he's he's a small part. He's a small person in the 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 the, the Bigfoot rambling across there. Even that's not the biggest thing. It, it's the issues. It, it, well, it, well, it, well, it's, it's, it's a five-hour movie packed into one minute. It is. It is. I wonder if there ever will be uh, that made, that five-hour movie. Uh, it, might be. It, it, it might be. It might be. People have got to get ready for it. Though. I mean, they... they uh, they got they got to find their balance. They 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 don't need to love or hate it. They got to be able to observe it. They they don't they don't need to to choose pick and choose a, a hero out of it, a good guy and a bad guy. There's there's not it. There's just people that got involved in the whole thing. So yeah, yeah. people who who never in their whole lives. It, it, only by a, a, a twist of fate were they even down there to take the film, and then, and but the people who were who were producing those conditions 
had been doing it and probably had done it before and maybe even afterwards. Uh, so we, we, we see misbehavior, but it's sanctioned misbehavior. <laughs> if you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's complex. Yeah, we, the, the United States misbehaves all the time, but it's always a sanctioned misbehavior. You know, it, it, you see stuff going on the news right now. You know, we're we're going to threaten North Korea with fire and fury if they don't if they threaten us again. Well, is that really good behavior? Probably not, but it's it's sanctioned. You know that the, we we we're, we're all, the United States government is allowing, hoping to get a good result. It's it's when when somebody is 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 told that there's a problem with Bigfoot, that these Bigfoot things are shutting down operations, they're doing this. Okay, let's take them out. But is that a crime? Well, it could be, but it's sanctioned. So, so maybe not. Maybe it. Maybe maybe it's criminal type behavior, but but sanctioned. So to sanctify or sanction means to to make it clean. Uh, so yeah, there's there's nobody there's nobody there's no reason for any punishment of any type. That they, because there's nobody missing, no one's missing, no one reported missing. So there again, just take take the film at its face value. Understand and know that there's much more to the story. Understand and know that there's much more to the film. There's lots of missing parts. We don't have them for for those same reasons, and so we have what what we have. We take it at face value. Don't you know? Don't let it lose its value because of the backstory. Uh, it's a great piece of film, iconic in many ways. You know, as a, as a young man, I think. Uh, well, back in the seventies, was a young man. It was a thing to get. Uh, Autographs and posters and or, or postcards type of thing. And uh, of course, I got one of uh, of of Patty. And I think a lot of young men had, back in that time probably had ones hanging on their wall, like I did. And of course, it was probably one that was messed with. But still, regardless, it's. Uh, an, an, an image and that you just cannot get out of your mind and just be, how could you not be fascinated about this topic now I know a lot of people will say well okay that's the past now what's this now now I want some you know what's going on now you know and um, I don't know I mean what is going on now okay <laughs> where are we at with this 50 years well in, in, the Bluff Creek is a, almost completely awash with Bigfoot. There's so much Bigfoot activity down there. 
you have to catch it at the right times. But if you go down there at the right times, you 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 see that they're they in no way eliminated all the Bigfoot out of there. Um, when, and when I say Bigfoot, these are most likely Sasquatch, and and they're, I, I I differentiate between the two. Uh, a true giant Bigfoot is is a quite a bit different looking and quite a bit different than a Sasquatch. Uh, in the old days, they used to call the Sasquatch a Sasquatch Indian uh, because it was so human-like. And the reason why it was so human-like was it was an offspring of a human true giant uh, 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 union. And it, it had human genes, modern human genes in it. So but the true giant would look very different, very different. It would be a much larger, more animal-looking. Uh, it, it would be more apish-looking in the face, uh, much more hair coverage, much larger. Probably di- it didn't, don't, they don't seem to even have an upper limit on how big they can get if they live long enough. Would you say uh, the, free, the, the Freeman film is the best we got for... That's the best visual you can get for a true giant. Uh, It's the Paul Freeman video. And uh, the Patterson film is for the Sasquatch, uh, the the mixed blood. Uh, So, you know, that that should be established uh, because people are very confused having had everything in one one bucket. And... uh, People say, I saw this, I saw that, I saw this. Well, people used to say, well, you I couldn't have been a Bigfoot you saw because it looked nothing like the Patterson film. You know, they were using the Patterson film as a touchstone. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is that the Patterson film is not going to work for everything that's out there. It, it, the true giants not gonna look any, don't look much like her other than walking on two legs. Uh, which the true giants are very good at going down all fours. And they lower their profile quite a bit by doing that. Uh, Patty looks like she might want to, but she doesn't. Uh, she goes down once right at the last foot. That, that was the end of it. We didn't see what she did. She obviously got back up at some point in time. But it's uh, being made to go down and off four is a whole other matter. But having the uh, structure, you know, uh, uh, if we go down on all fours and try to do an all four thing, and there are people who can, it pulls on that hamstring pretty bad. Uh, people that do it, practice doing that, can stretch that hamstring to the point where they can. But it, it, the, the bones are generally not made for that. Um, it's uh, the the true giants can go down there very very comfortably, and then they'll come back up just as comfortably. Uh, they have a, a, a up and down motion when they walk, which you see Patty does not have. The true giants go up and down. Their feet have all the toes kind of forward on the foot with long, longer toes, and they're splayed. They spread, uh, where Patty is more like a larger version of our foot, albeit flat-footed. Um, it's it's, 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 when you know the difference, then it's a lot easier to tell the difference. And that's why I'm saying that 
uh, the, the reason why it's important is because uh, a true giant can be a dangerous thing. And he, they, they're unpredictable and they're opportunists, and they will have and will hurt you. Uh, the mixed bloods are a lot less likely. To. Uh, so that seems to be the case. So uh, Bluff Creek has got a lot of mixed bloods and, and very few, if any, true giants. Um, so uh, that, that came as a result of, of a lot of human interaction in years past when they were gold, gold uh, prospectors in there. Uh, so it, it, you're going to find a lot of them that's patty looking there. Very few, if any, that's Paul Freeman style. Um, where would you, uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Where do you think are the best places to find a true giant from your observations? A true giant? They, yeah. If you move down, up, up and down the Sierras, away from the gold area, you're, you're, that, that's probably going to be true giant territory. Uh, if you go into the gold, where the gold, the black, they call black sand areas, the shale areas of the Siskiyous and Northern California area, you'll, 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 you'll get a lot of mixed bloods because there were, there were like 10,000 Chinese in there doing hydraulic mining in the Bluff Creek area. Yeah, 10,000 people living there undocumented with their families exposes them to a lot of interaction with those, these true, true giants and, and the offspring ends up being mixed bloods and you see, you see what I mean? They, they, the opportunities for that thing to ha- kind of thing to happen are there to a greater degree. And you, you move out of there and you go uh, into the, into those areas where weren't so many people at, uh, you're probably going to be dealing mostly with true giants because uh, interactions with, with people were inherently unsuccessful except for on rare occasions. Um, what about Texas? What do you think they, what's going on there? What kind of, uh, I know they have the different types, you know, people know how to put them in the four different types or, but you know, what do you think it is? From your well, I've looked at the track. I've looked at the tracks that, that I've, I've seen that people have taken pictures of and they're, they're almost, almost exclusively for giants. Um, what? What I haven't. Did, I haven't did, what, what's the dead giveaway to, for a track to know that it's a uh, true giant? Uh, spade toes with the toes forward on the foot. It's not necessarily size or weight, um, but it's 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 how they hit, how they they interact with the ground, what their foot does. It, the, their foot is different. And even I got a picture that Paul Freeman took. It's only nine inches long, but it still has displayed toes. Uh, the toes are all forward on the foot. Uh, a lot of them have the hourglass shape. Interesting. Um, how about uh, the? Um, Rocky Mountains. What do you think you got? What's going on there? 
like Colorado. Like I said, if you, if, 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 the, if you get away from people where there's been a lot of people in the past, you know, there's been gold rushes there. Uh, you're, you're probably going to find all true giants. You're going to, the descriptions are going to be completely covered in hair, ape-like in the face. Uh, uh, got, got a, uh, a bouncy straight up and down walk. Every time it takes a step, it goes way up and way down. Uh, and the splay toes. Uh, you go up into the gold areas where there's a lot of people, you know, that, you know, just you, you have to know your history. That's why I say that the story is a, it's a more encompassing story than, and people realize you know, when you look at the film, you look at, you look at everything that people have done in that area. Uh, her face is like a map of the world. It, 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 it's it's a combination of things, and you see all of those things, and, and some you see all the disgraceful behavior, all the all the good behavior, all the courage, all the all the luck, all the aspirations of people, and and they're all combined into that film, and and you see repetitions of bad behavior in the past, uh, and. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's quite a thing. Uh, sometimes cinema is a strange thing, you know. That if it's if it's poorly done, it doesn't tell you much of anything. It's almost a pain to watch. But if it's <laughs> if it's cleverly done, if it's done, and, and it doesn't matter if it's done that way by accident or on purpose, it tells a story. And that, that the Patterson film does, it tells a story. And that's why it beckons. That's why it tugs on your heartstrings. Right. And, and, and you, you want to run to it, you run, run away from it at the same time. It's ambivalent. And it's, it's, that's why I call it the greatest piece of cinema ever taken. It only lasts a minute. To have that kind of effect on somebody in a minute, even the masters haven't been able to do that. No, it's uh, well. See, well, this is the thing. I always hesitate because I, I know what I want to hear, what everyone else wants to hear. They want to hear the story, and I know that well, I don't. Story. I I hesitate because I don't want to. I don't want to 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 in any way diminish the fiftieth anniversary. Um, the story needs to be told. I agree. Uh, but it needs to be done in a in a in a, in a neutral, less harmful way. Um, and like I said, the, the the people that were involved, it, it's it's like criminal behavior, but sanctioned. You know what I mean? So uh, you 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 really leaves you unsure of even where they they stand as as far as being right or wrong. Um, um, you know, it's 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 perhaps on the 50th anniversary that the film should just be left alone and let it let it be uh, what it is. Take it at face value. And the backstory maybe later at some other time. Well, how about uh, the, 50, I don't want to, the 51st anniversary to make it better? <laughs> well, I don't want to. I, I don't want to impact. Is what I'm saying. I don't. I don't want to negatively impact the film. 
it, it is a truly great pen, and it's it's a it may it was not taken by perfect people, uh, but in in its own way, it 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 couldn't have been taken any better. Yeah. Well, it, it, it seems it seems to me the people in uh, numerous the numerous people that sounds like they were involved. It was necessary that they were involved to make this happen. Um, yeah, it, it would not have happened had they not been involved. The Daniel Patterson film. Well, yeah, you know, this you know, goes back. This goes back to an earlier show that I was talking about. You know, where I was saying, you know, to really make this happen again. It's, it has to have the same kind of resources and entities involved, but uh, with the with the intent of really, you know, revealing the truth to to uh, humanity in its fullness. And I mean, I can understand why they don't want to do it. Uh, I can understand the malevolent reasons and the benevolent reasons, but. Um, Still, it has to be done. Well, uh, well, you don't want to go from a hero to a miscreant. Uh, you know, that's what that's what would happen if the whole thing just got hammered home uh, without regard to uh, to sensitivities. You know, um, it, it like I said, it 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 needs to have. It need the, the Patterson film needs to have this 50th anniversary on its on its own merit, you know, its own visuals, uh, and then maybe perhaps at another at a later date the, the story can be more aptly told when it's when it's I, it, when it's not used as a as a sword, you know. Uh, People should be able to learn something from it, and and there there that's where you know I I prefer to leave it. It it, it has to be done in such a way that it's beneficial for everyone, and and so in in the in the light of the fiftieth anniversary, it's not a good time for it. Understand. That's understand. kind of that's just where I that's where I feel about it, how I feel about it. Uh, what what day what day of the year was that done taken again? Uh, the, the date given is October the twentieth, but most likely not. Uh, the, all the shadows and stuff in the film point back toward late summer. So this time of year, or so. Uh, well, I'd say more like Labor Day. Somewhere around Labor Day. Well, we will keep on cracking at it because I think it's uh, as long as you're willing to do it with me, because uh, I think it's extremely important. Well, I it is important, of, uh, and, and I'm not the the story is important too, but it uh, it should it should not override the film itself, and that, that's I don't want that to happen. Uh, I want I want the, the the film to have a a good 50th anniversary. I want I want mostly in a in the most family way. Roger Patterson 
to be treated right correctly in this. You know, he's been deceased since 1972, and he's been drugged through the, all kind of mud. Uh, you know, uh, that he took if, if if he took the film, and that's that's our current understanding. Then then what he took was was you could not have gotten uh, uh, anybody from Hollywood to have taken it better than what he did under those circumstances. So, uh, you know, he should be recognized and, and all of that should happen. Um, I, I talked, I talked extensively with Bob Gimlin and he had nothing good to say about Roger Pence. Nothing. And, and, and he, he's been instrumental in, in the, you know, tearing Roger to pieces. But okay. if he came down to, if he, if he thought for one minute he'd get in trouble for his actions, he put it all on Rod. Uh, it's, uh, you know, Roger Patterson took the greatest, probably the greatest piece of cinema ever taken. And, and especially for an amateur and, that's just the way it is. It should be recognized. Yeah, and it really is. When we talk about something, uh, it's the most amazing uh, terrestrial creature that uh, has ever been discovered in a film. So, and it's for most people's, at least in, my, in this guy's <laughs> opinion, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, we've seen a, a gazillion documentaries on elephants as, as impressive as they are. Or you know uh, the Nile alligator or crocodile, yeah, uh, crocodile, um, or the great migrations of Africa, the wildebeest, and all those sort of things. And those are amazing. Uh, but still, uh, when it comes to the human psyche and mystery, and um, just the fact of, 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 of a truly amazing creature. That has to be number one. And it looks sounds like MK fell off. So if we get him back on. Anyways, we're about, we're about tying down here in this recording. <clears throat> so yeah, one of the things I'm trying to make sure I try to have more of uh, of MK than. Uh, just me talking all the time, so. Yes, the most amazing piece of footage that Hello. there is. Hey, oh. things happen. Things Did you happen. hear what I said? Do you want to see an, a picture of a Bigfoot with an elephant? <laughs> I didn't, but yeah, sure, why not? It should be fun. <laughs> Look on my Facebook page of my latest postings, Rock Art from Libya. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you I, mentioned you mentioned an elephant. I, I, I couldn't ever think of that. I just posted it up. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, um, we are, sounds like we're winding down. It's uh, we're doing a, a bit of a more mellow episode. Um, more, I guess, more reflective. Uh, Episode, episode day, 
or part 18, uh, a conversation with M.K. Davis. And um, I love talking to M.K. I could, I could talk to you for three or four hours about stuff like this. So many things to oh, talk yeah. about. I mean, uh, but uh, there's things to talk about, so hopefully uh, we can do it again next week if you're game for it. And, uh, um, what, you know, one of the things that's, that's running across my mind because I'm in Ohio is what's going on in Ohio? What is it that they're seeing? And then there's, like, uh, a lot more reports of dogmen coming out. And... Uh, from doctors to everyday people to uh, physicians, you know, uh, what the heck's going on? I'd love to hear your two cents about it. Only little you know, or do know. Dogman? Dogman and uh, Bigfoot, you know, the Ohio Bigfoot. What the heck it is, because it, it's a different looking thing. I mean, there's there does seem to be some... It's a very interesting, uh, I don't know, I mean, it's just, we got something different going on here. We just do. Uh, it'd be interesting to talk about it. Um, I don't know if you're interested in that. But, of course, you know, every time I bring up something, we get started and talking and we always go whatever direction we go. So <laughs> yeah, that's right, right. So you know, take a video of it. You got a, you got a dog, man. Take a video. Uh, that's a that's the that's the prescription for getting it explained. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the other thing too is you you see that one video of the I think it's like in Montana. Or um, Wyoming, somewhere like that, where allegedly this guy was taking film and it's old film, and uh, he was charged by a Bigfoot on all fours. You ever seen that one? Yeah, that, that's not the, uh, the what do you call that? The uh, oh, I can't remember it now. The Gable film. Uh, I think that's what it is. What's, what are your opinion? Yeah, opinions about? Well, I mean, supposedly it was debunked on Monster Quest. You know, the guy came forward and said, this is how I did it, and he put on a ghillie suit, and he did it. Uh, uh-huh. But what, what they didn't show was that in the Gable film, he actually puts his mouth over the camera lens, and you can see right down the gullet. And he, they, didn't even, they didn't even entertain that part. So I'm waiting on that explanation. <laughs> What happened to that person who actually filmed it? Did they disappear? Who just found the film? Is that the story? The uh, the Gable fan? Yeah. Well, uh, it was well, the hoaxer says that he hoaxed it, but the story was the guy bought the film at a garage sale that somebody had had found it in their attic and was selling it with other things. Well, I don't see how he could hoax, especially when the 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 creature is on all fours and charges, and he and he. It moves. Uh, I don't know how a human being could actually move the way that does, especially a travel. You know, moving on all fours on its sideways uh, in the brush. I just have no. I, if we're talking about the same thing, right? 
like it's, it makes a, a, a charge on all fours? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, it comes on him on all fours, but it continues to charge him. See, the guy runs, and the thing's chasing him, and it does, they didn't explain any of that. Because the, he catches up to the guy. The guy literally shoves the camera at him, and the camera lens goes into the mouth. And you can actually see the teeth and the roof of the mouth and everything. Uh, so, you know, none of, that, none of that was even addressed. Of course. It's mainstream media. They're not going to tell you the truth. It's not their job. <laughs> their job is to confuse the muddy the water. So, um, I like to talk more about that in depth. Uh, I had no idea about the mouth part. There must be there must be different films out there, shorter versions of it, huh? I have yeah, I can send you some stuff on it if you want. Yeah, I think it would be interesting to talk about that. Um, there's still things, many things to talk about and tie it in. When again, once again, with uh, the Patterson film um, and what's going on there in Bluff Creek and that region. Um, yeah, you know, the, the one of the worst things you can ever get into is a, is a person who hoaxes a hoax. Uh, in, in other words, they try to hijack somebody else's work by claiming it's their work. Uh, I've seen that over and over. The psychology behind it, I don't necessarily understand, but I've seen it over and over in this field where uh, five different people have claimed to be the man in the suit in the Patterson. <laughs> you know, how many? You know, five different people. I mean, how can you find that many people? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so what are you going to do? I mean, people will hoax a hoax. They will say, it's a hoax because I know because I did it, when they actually had nothing to do with it. Um, well, it is it is, it is, it is part, a classic uh, element in a co-intel pro, uh, program or uh, psyops. The hoax, the hoax, the hoax, the hoax, the hoax, the hoax. You know, that sounds like some kind of song from uh, Wizard of Oz. You know, but it's uh, it's true. It, it, so if you have like X number of people claiming that they are, you know, the hoaxer. You get to a point, you just give up. You know what I mean? The whole idea is just to give up and move on. The whole idea is to uh, deflect people from the truth and go a different direction. And it's an important element in control of society. So how much of that are just guys who just come up and just want some attention? Uh, Which, uh, I mean... It's not my thinking. I can I can't comprehend why anybody would want to pretend that they were the guy in the in the the Sasquatch suit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even for 15 minutes of fame, why? You got to be. You got to be more going. There's got to be something more going with your life. I mean, just even reading the book. Is, is, you know what I, I mean? I wrote up. I wrote a poem about about that subject uh, uh, people hosting a hoax. Uh, it's called The Suit. And somebody sang it. Sometimes somebody put music to it and sang it. I don't have the music version of it. You have the it, poem? Uh, it, you got a poem uh, a in front poem. of it? Yeah. yeah, I got it in front of me. And it's, 
it it starts out like this. It goes, what was it that walked that way along Bluff Creek on an October day that stirred to life a legend of old? Can the story now be told? I knew that Indian, said old Ray. I probably know how to walk that way. Some folks think that it's my wife, but I tell you, man, it was me that gave it life. Others said it was Jerry G, who quickly said it wasn't me. But Jerry, don't you walk that way? I tell you, man, there ain't no way. Some say they can see the seams, bells and whistles and laser beams, zippers breasts and vocal sacks, and babies hanging off her back. I was in that suit, said Robert H. I did it all in just one take. Bob and Roger were both involved. Now I want my cut, the mystery of song. Now wait a minute, said the other three. It couldn't be you because it was me. It led to a mass confession on TV, and the list grew longer of who it might be. The media thought that it all was cute, and they reported that they all were in the suit. They fought each other for the scoop. They didn't bother with the truth. Along Bluff Creek, if you go down there and listen close in the morning air, you may hear a whistle or see a track. It's all a suit, you think, but then you watch your back. <laughs> and don't you I'm sure you do <laughs> oh it's all fake but uh, what was that noise <laughs> yeah <laughs> excellent very good uh, very good you know um, it just begs the question you know um, why what do you mean why um, what would motivate five different individuals to claim that they are the one in the suit. And it's, it's the more you think about it, the more improbable it would be simply just to um, um, gain attention, attention-seeking, or even just to make a few bucks. It's almost like... It, it's it's an, inner, an, an inner drive to get attention, I think. I, I don't think the money... the the thing I think that they want attention and and in some cases in the case of Bob Hieronymus it's more than that this is some kind of a plan thing uh, yeah. Yeah, you know he, he, he was part of that group you know uh, Roger was going to shoot a movie a commercial movie about Bigfoot and and Bob Hieronymus was going to be in the movie Bob Gimlin Bob Hieronymus Bob's brother Howard uh and a new, Jerry Merritt was going to be in it, and Roger Patterson was going to be in it. I've got a picture of them all lined up for a marquee picture. They shot a picture of themselves put on a marquee. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that, that this was a planned thing, and for whatever reason, I think that they thought they're still afraid of what they did. You know? They're still afraid of what they did, and so uh, it's, it's a just a distraction. It's a way to cartoonize it, you know, to, to make it, you know, unbelievable, so that they won't get in trouble. Interesting. Very it's, interesting. Yeah. It, it's. Well, it's, okay, uh, we we're we done. We're at an hour and a half. I think it's a good place to stop. So yeah, we'll, good time we'll to jump it. off there. Huh? I said, good time to jump off there. Yeah. 
So once again, uh, M.K. Davis, you can find his work. I strongly recommend. It's going, it's not, from what I can tell, it's the sixth anniversary of uh, the day, the Davis report dot wordpress.com. Also, uh, Green Wave 2010FB is a YouTube channel. And uh, I, uh, it's, it's, it has to be, in my opinion, to be at the top of your uh, resources to understand the mystery, the legend, the truth of Sasquatch. <laughs> and what happened in um, Northern California, 50 years, almost to the day now, um, ago. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's a great time to reflect and a great time to uh, time to embrace this thing, you know? Uh, don't just embrace the movie, but embrace embrace the existence of the thing. Yeah, that's that, that's what I. And it's it's awful. It's really cool to know that there's still some creatures out there that have the wits and the ability to to avoid us and still maintain themselves <laughs> in this world. There's so many things else. So some so many other things to talk about. I'm okay, so we just stay on. I'm gonna end the recording, and uh, we'll put it up on uh, YouTube this week. All right. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.